1: Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us, Jen Benninger is the Genius Unlocked founder and CEO of Genius Unlocked Institutes, a board-certified company where she coaches, mentors, and transforms leaders' personal and professional lives. Wowzers. Hey, Jen, welcome to the show.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Mark. It's such an honor to be here, and it's such an honor to be able to share any valuable nuggets um with your with your listeners today i know that they're sacred to you so i'm really honored to be here today
1: oh thank you so much so uh can you just expand a bit on that about you know who you are the kind of people that you serve and where your business is today
2: absolutely so um i'm really excited to to share any golden nuggets with any entrepreneurs or, or coaches or people who want to have coaching skills in their life so that's really what genius unlock coaching institute that's really what it's all about is connecting with entrepreneurs or coaches if you have a coaching business or you want to put coaching skills in your business Mm. it doesn't matter we have clients from coaches to lawyers to doctors to therapists to real estate agents it's just they want that communication and those skills to grow themselves right personal development to grow their business because you know money is You know it's not a bad word sales and money is not a bad word so for some entrepreneurs they have some challenges around those two words well we're here to tell you it's it's all good and you deserve to have
1: all the the wealth and the riches that you want in your life but hey it's business business is all about making money that's the fundamental part serving making money right
2: Absolutely. And that, believe it or not, Mark is part of the mindset challenges for business owners is they are so spun up sometimes with how they were what we call filters, how they filter the information from when they were growing up. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, And I am going to answer your question, I promise. But let me let me go to write that point. I'm going to go right to that point that you just said that. So I grew up I grew up in um, middle America. Right. I was um, you know, my parents were married. They're still married. Fifty some odd years. Right. Two kids, a dog, two week vacation. Parents worked for, you know, my dad worked for IBM and very, very structured. Well, my mom's dad was an entrepreneur and I grew up hearing entrepreneurs. They called my grandfather a shyster. So, so I grew up thinking unconsciously, was put into my unconscious mind, not at anybody's fault, I'm not mad at anybody. And my grandfather was a shyster. Guess what my grandfather did, Mark? He was in real estate. It's not like he was like some, you know, bad, you know, you know selling drugs or something, right? He was in real estate, but there, some of that mindset mm-hmm. didn't understand what entrepreneur was. So I grew up knowing inside of me that I was an entrepreneur, yet I had this thought that was put into my head when I was younger that you need to have a job, go to college, you know, don't go real estate or don't go into entrepreneurship. So it took me a minute to overcome those thoughts. And I thought this
1: this contradiction in your head of these battling scenarios and thoughts.
2: And it's nobody's fault. I mean, I'm not mad at my parents. My I, they, they are very excited at how successful my business is now, and they didn't mean it in anything negative. Mm. That's the problem is that we create what we call, fancy word, here we go, complex equivalents, which making money and having an entrepreneurship equaled being a shyster. That's what I thought in my unconscious mind. Uh-huh. I was programmed, again, nobody negative. It wasn't meant to be mean. But I created this complex equivalent that making money equals I'm a shyster. So when I first started becoming an entrepreneur, it was in my heart. I knew I I started my first business in 1997. It was in my heart to be an entrepreneur. Yet my unconscious mind kept telling me, you can't make money. You can't make money. Your parents are going to be disappointed. You can't make money. So I couldn't figure out what was going on.
1: So in that time, did you find that you were struggling and you didn't know why?
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, not only was I struggling and not knowing why, maybe some of your listeners are like this, I would make money in my business I was very successful. The way that I, that I, that was a problem for me is I couldn't keep it. I either spent it and like reinvested it in my business or it, um, I just, it just didn't, it didn't get as big as it could have. Right. I'm Mm. undercharging, right. I'm undercharging. Because I'm like, ooh, I don't want to make too much money because you know I'm a shyster, so to speak, or I'll manifest all this money and then I'll go right back in my business. And mm-hmm. then I remember uh, my husband at the time, what, or my ex-husband now. So I've had one, and he's now my ex-husband, which is all good in the hood. Um, which is also part of this growth process um, that you know that decided not to to continue with that. Is he was like, well, what do you have to show for it? What do you have to show for working all this time? And I'm over here going, well, do you not see all the people that I've helped? And it was for 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 him. He was also grew up in that, you know, money is a job. He's like, you need a job. I'm like, he would rather at that time, I work at Starbucks making $12 an hour versus being a coach charging anywhere from 500 to $750 an hour, actually changing lives versus getting coffee, which there's nothing wrong with that because I go to Starbucks and I appreciate that. Mm. My daughter worked at Starbucks. It was a different mindset. So what happens is when we have entrepreneurs, which is your listeners here are coaches, the struggle that I found in my, I have 16 different coaching certifications. I've coached over 7,000 hours in my career. And the common things are what, how they were told, how they were presented when they were growing up about what entrepreneurship was. So you might have some people here that grew up, their parents were entrepreneurs and they're like loving life. Like my girls are growing up in an entrepreneur household. So then they 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 might have that that negative thought and emotion that came to them about what does entrepreneurship look like? Then we have other people that entrepreneurship might be great or not. And then they have money challenges. So again, nothing wrong with my parents, nothing at all. My dad grew up in the in his parents in the depression, right? And they grew up with save, 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 save. And I'm like, well, business mindset you got there's 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 a difference between good debt and bad debt right so Mm. a very successful business owner is going to have good debt so i was battling with money then you have the next thing which is time that's again another one of the biggest entrepreneur or coaches challenges in their business is they don't understand how to manage their time how do i have a business a family a relationship work about my health how do i balance everything so that's actually a word that we don't use in our life we do not like the word balance and it depends it's the societal definition of balance because there's no such thing if you're balancing think about it you're standing on one foot trying trying to balance right it's like no 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 no. two feet solid on the ground choose what are you going to put 100 of your focus on and then when you're done, move and put 100% of your focus on something else. So there's no balancing of of any sort that kid, That's another what we call complex equivalence is my life. I'm not gonna be happy if I don't balance. I'm like, well, is it balance the amount of time that I spend with my girls? Or is it that when I do spend time with them, it's quality time versus just filling time. So I had to Mm. learn that lesson. And then the last thing, and, and then we'll we'll I'll go back to answer the actual question you asked me five minutes ago is <laughs> relationships so yeah. relationships um with yourself hello what about your other little inner voices relationships with either depending on your age relationships with your parents with your kids with your significant other with your friends and so if you can find where and it could be in all areas of life ladies and gentlemen it's okay it's okay if you're like, oh crap, Jen just said that and I got issues in all those areas like, well, congratulations, so did I. You're, um, you're, so, you're human. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, Mark, is it's like people are, people crack me up. They're like, oh my gosh, life is hard. And I'm like, and you chose, depending on your belief system, you chose to come and live this human experience. So is it hard? Or is it how you're looking at how you're experiencing this human experience?
1: So let me tell you what I mean by that. It's how you're able to actually manage the situation, how you cope, how you show up in that challenge. It's not about the challenges. You're always going to have challenges. It's how you deal with them. That's what makes and breaks it.
2: So, so let me, yes, 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 yes. So let me just say one more thing on that. And then again, like I said, I promise before we end today, I will answer the first question. I forgot the Um, question already. Okay. It was like, where am I at now or something like that, but that's okay. So wait, 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 let me, let me tell you this for people who are like, oh my God, Jen, things are hard. Okay, great. So this is, this is sort of how this is how genius unlocked myself um, and our clients and our coaches and our team. Look at this first, you have a thought. Okay, which is the spiritual plane, right? Some people call it a download. Some people call it a thought, whatever it is for you. It's all good. Then you create an emotional attachment to it. Some of us are really good at attaching a negative emotion to that thought like fear, like, uh, I had this thought that I can be a million dollar business owner. And now I'm scared to death. Okay, fair Mm. enough. Some of us will be like, I can do it. Some of us are happy, joy, whatever what you attack. This is how it works. Then you create the mental steps. now you're bringing in your unconscious or your conscious mind, right? So the emotion is your unconscious mind, because that's where the the unconscious mind or the subconscious mind, it's synonymous is the emotional mind. Then you create the steps to make it happen, which is your mental mind, which is your conscious mind. So, so Mark, this is what I find for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and coaches. This is where they get stuck it's either they have a thought that they don't believe or they attach a negative emotion or they say, I don't know how, right. Isn't, wouldn't you say that that's most of your clients as well. They're like, um, I don't think I can do it. That's a thought. I don't feel, I'm scared to death. That's a feeling, or I don't know how. So this, the problem is none of those minds will actually manifest anything. It doesn't matter if you think you can do it. It doesn't matter if you're scared. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to do it. If you do not, bring it into the physical plane and do something nothing will manifest mm-hmm. the only place to manifest anything is when you take inspired action on the in, on the physical plane you can yes. think about it all day long you can have positive emotions all day long we, we had a, we had a we have a um Ernst, we had a, a speaker who speaks at like down like on wall street and stuff right she's like this empowering Mm. And she's one of our clients. She's like, Jen, she's like, I've never realized how much of a disservice I'm doing by only telling people to think positively. That was how she based her whole business. And then when she realized how the brain works, she's like, oh my gosh, by just having positive thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to manifest anything. It is okay to have a negative thought and emotion as long as you do something about it. If you do something about it, you can manifest what you want. It's not just about knowing how, that's another thing. Oh my God, Jen, I'm gonna pay you hundreds of thousands and tens of thousands of dollars if you just tell me how. And I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna take your money because the how is the 1% of what you need. What you deserve to have is what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What do you plan to do? Do it, do it. And then this is the this is the magic. This is how you make six figures. This is how you make multiple six figures, seven, a gazillion, a billion dollars you do it, and then you go back and you say, what worked? What didn't work? What am I going to do differently? Mm -hmm. On the stuff that doesn't work, where's my mindset around it? Clean it up in the unconscious mind, do more actions, you can create anything that you want. It takes all four steps, ladies and gentlemen, you can't just do one. And it doesn't matter if one of them is the negative. That's where you go. So let's say, Mark, you're, you're, you have a, a client that comes to you and says, hey, look, I, I just don't feel like I deserve okay. money. Well, then that's the mind that we focus on. We go focus on cleaning up the emotional mind. Once you clean up the emotional mind, your thoughts and your actions, you'll go do them. So it's, that's what gives you the clues. And it's, again, yes, we can chunk it all the way up. We can make this blanket statement to said it's all mindset. One million percent, it is all mindset. But which mind isn't paying attention?
1: Yeah, you've which got to mind break it down, right?
2: You have to. You can't just make this global, this nominalization statement. Oh, my God, change your mindset. Which mind? I don't know which mind has the problem. Is it my my thoughts? Are the, is that the problem? Is it my emotions? Is that the problem? Is it the the um mental steps which truly which is just between you and me is never the problem um, they think it's about it's never the problem the how-to's go to the library okay that what's what's that that saying that cliche and i'm not a huge fan of cliches it's like people can't how can they people say that they're, they don't know how to be healthy just go to the library and read a book it's because it's not the house it's never the house or is it the physical mind which is whatever mind is preventing you from bringing it into the, in, into the future to, to do the action. So um, that's, that's what we teach our clients as you, is you deserve, like you just said, Mark, is you have to break it down and find the problem. Now, now what happens? What happens, Mark, if a client comes to you and you realize that they have a challenge in all minds? Perfect. That's perfect. It, 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 it then you know what you're dealing with and they don't, make this assumption about themselves, that they don't deserve it, they're scared to death, if you're able to chunk it down, which is the that's official term, it's official terminology, if you're able to chunk it down, and find the root cause, which is what our coaching is all about. It's not the presenting problem, the presenting problem is, I don't I don't know how to make money. Or I don't know how to I don't know how to do a webinar. or I don't know how to do an evergreen product. I don't know how to do a podcast. That's the presenting problem. It's not the problem. Then you get to the greater problem. Let's say it's fear that it's like, I'm scared. I don't, I'm, I'm scared to step out and be myself. I'm scared to to show myself to the world. I'm scared Mm. to get on social media. I'm scared to be vulnerable and tell people that, you know, for my story, right. I was married to an alcoholic and was emotionally abused for years. And until I did this work, I didn't realize that I was betraying myself. That's the root cause
1: and that is the key to that's the key everything Everything. awareness until we have the awareness and the clarity to understand and of Of what the the
2: root problem is so what happens so you're so brilliant mark when you just said that because some people are aware that they don't know how to make money some people are aware that they're scared they don't understand what is going on unconsciously that makes those problems a problem when you drill down and you find Mm -hmm. the root cause which is when i grew up i was told that they were shysters and so if i was to do that i was betraying myself by not being an entrepreneur or i was Mm -hmm. betraying my parents because i would became a shyster until you get to the root then guess what happens the moment you release the root every all your problems go away swear to god the moment I got out of my 25-year emotionally abusive marriage with an alcoholic, I made a million dollars in nine months. The moment I've been an entrepreneur, you guys, this happened in 2020. I've been an entrepreneur since 20 and That will tell you, and I made lots of money, but again, I didn't keep it. It was always gone. It was always somewhere. It was always spent. It was never there because I didn't think I deserved it. And mm-hmm. I realized I had an unconscious thought that my husband didn't want me to make more money than him. Well, that was a story I told myself. Right? I was told. What, what stories are you telling yourself? That's what you have to denominalize. Another fancy word, which means get down, chunk down, and find what is actually the problem.
1: Oh, let's, Once let's just jump you find them. the problem. Yeah, let's go jump ahead. into that for a second because sure. the stories. Oh my gosh, the stories we all tell ourselves. Uh, I catch myself telling of stories. Course, we it, we're you know, human. Story splaining it's you it's making that excuse it's explaining through the story and that's the justification if we can catch ourselves in the act, i think this is one thing that you've been eloquently saying this whole time anyone just out there right now if you're able to to catch yourself in that moment in the moment of story explaining of having a belief of where that come from that's where just the little the little nuggets of, of deliciousness can come from
2: so let me tell you how we how we teach people to do that I'm going to give your your listeners how to do that you have to ask so this we well, don't have to do anything so let me change my language there so language is king right you don't have to do anything words matter uh, words matter um so the way that we explain it and, and and I and I and I believe that that Mark you and your listeners can identify is we have our voices inside of our head so What you want to what what the tool is that you can ask yourself because if it's unconscious, you only you only catch it when you're halfway through. How many of you have like started doing something or saying something and you're like, oh, why am I doing that again? It's because it's coming from your unconscious. So how you consciously become aware, which is Mm -hmm. brilliant because we actually one of our huge sayings is consciousness equals awareness. So you're brilliant. You didn't even know we, we teach that and you said it, is you ask yourself which I is talking. Is it your inner ego, your inner critic, your inner child or your intuition and the and the actions that you want to that you want to work from is your intuition now is there anything wrong with these other three voices absolutely not these four voices are you. If you can change your your frame about when what these voices are saying which is these three voices are your storytellers like you just said you're like they're the one so your inner ego wants to keep you and it's defending the identity that you created Mm -hmm. okay now it's not your true identity because your true identity was suppressed because it's called life okay so as adults you want to you want to bring up the identity that you suppressed. Well, what happens is the the inner ego is defending the righteousness. I am right, and this is what a cop's wife does because that was me, right? I was married to, to a police officer for twenty five years. Like this is what a cop. I will not be a statistic. I will not be another divorced. I will not. That's your inner ego because I created an identity around being a wife of a police officer and refusing to be a statistic. Now your inner critic your inner critic is an expert in how you do your problems now so your inner critic wants to keep you where you're at because it knows how to be the problem it knows how to deal with the problem that you're in right now so it's afraid that if you grow it'll have new problems and it won't know what to deal with it so your inner critic is like you're not good you're not smart enough to do that you're you're not good enough to do that you know you know people are gonna are gonna be haters online your inner one critic point with
1: that with that inner yeah. critic the inner critic is so it's so sneaky because it knows everything that you've ever done ever it can pull all the examples and you know if one is like you can overcome it i'll I'll pick another one that you've forgotten about hey did you remember when this happened when you did this yes
2: yes it sneaky? that's its job for the moment but i'm going to i'm going to give you some magic here in one second you're exactly right so what what is your inner critic it knows everything because it your your ego is like it's digging in and defending the identity that you created, and your inner critic is reminding you about that identity that you created. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Now
2: you have your inner child. Now your inner child, that's where the hurt lives. Okay? So it's not fear. Fear is your inner critic. Hurt lives with your with your inner child. Hurt and sadness live with your inner child. So what your inner child does is it's trying to remind you what your true identity is. But it got hurt. Right? It Mm. got hurt when you started suppressing the identity. And then of course, your intuition now your intuition is always never a doubt. Always, 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 you will never convince me otherwise is always kind. It is not always gentle it will what we call around here is dead fish so i'm going to date myself so if any of you guys remember the movie a fish called wanda we call our, our our wandas we say you know wanda the dead fish it's that aha moment where you're like what did you just say like i just became aware of something and people call it a dead fish so it's not always gentle but your intuition is always kind it will never say anything negative to you and your and the other thing is your intuition is always neutral Always neutral. So it's I think about it as like your GPS, right? Your GPS does not is not judging you when you when you go left. When it tells you to go right, and you go left, your GPS does not judge you. Your into your um, inner critic, inner ego, and in- inner um, critic will judge you. Up the yin yang, your intuition will just be like, oh, so now we're just going to turn right because you needed to get those learnings. So what we talk about is if you can identify which eye is talking the job of your first three, your inner critic, your inner child, and your inner ego, their job is to bring conscious what is unconsciously not working for you anymore. That's their job. Mm -hmm. Their job is to bring conscious. So this is our statement. Whatever is unconscious projects negatively. Whatever is conscious projects positively. So if you're hearing So your intuition is is talking what's consciously and it's projecting positiveness because you're you're taking inspired action. If your inner critic, inner ego or inner child is talking, they're communicating with you. Like, say, Mark, when you say to yourself and again, you're free from this, I'm just using you as an example. So if you say to yourself, um, I I don't deserve to go to, you know, multiple seven figures like or I'm not smart enough or I'm not intelligent enough which of course none of those things are true yet if you hear anything like that ladies and gentlemen listening in your mind it's your inner critic saying hey you think that you're not smart enough ask your intuition whether what is really true your intuition will come so i i and give you the learnings like no mark you're intelligent you're smart you're tenacious you're powerful you're strong you're articulate you, and it, it, your intuition will tell you all these things and then your inner critic is quiet. So this is how I look at the three voices, this is my metaphor, because that was a lot of talking and a lot of big words i'm sure. Um, so this is the metaphor your inner critic your inner child and your inner ego are your gaslight coming on in your car they're the annoying battery yes they're annoying i get it they are freaking annoying they're the annoying battery in the smoke detector when you have 12 Mm. smoke detectors in your house and you can't figure out which the freaking one is going off and all of a sudden you find yourself and it's the last one you go to always always so it's they're your warning lights so what happens which is what breaks my heart which is why i will share from the top of the rooftops what i'm sharing What breaks my heart, and while I will will instill this as many people, and please go share it with your people, I do not own this, is you think that what your inner critic, inner ego and inner child, they start to overrun your thoughts, and then you become paralyzed either in your thoughts, in your actions, in your negativity, and Mm -hmm. it breaks my heart. And I'll tell you why, because my inner critic ran my mind for about 90% of the time. I couldn't make a decision to save my freaking life. The, any of the money that I made before I re- started studying this in about 2015 is when I really started studying this. So about five years after becoming a business coach, I got tired of people. Not, I was like, why aren't they doing what I'm telling them to do? It's so simple because I had the house it's never the problem it's never the house
0: mm-hmm.
2: if my inner critic was running about 90 percent of my brain my thoughts i didn't really have an ego and my inner child i mean i'm sure my inner child had issues but i also you know i felt i had a pretty i used to say i was boring and i couldn't be a successful business owner because i didn't have any tragedy in my life like that's a load of crap okay actually that's a load of bullshit let me just say it right there I thought I was too plain Jane Vanilla to be inspiring to people. Like who the fuck mm. comes up with that thought? Now I'm F-Bombing. So it's like that is just, oh, it's insane. So my- inner Always
1: find a reason. There's always be something to keep you safe, keep you comfortable, right?
2: Keep you with the identity that I created. So guess what identity I created? I created the identity that I was playing. I even went as far as okay, my name is Jennifer. Hello and I was born in the 70s, there was one Jennifer to every five people in my life. I went to school with, and I did the poor, my poor daughter, her name's Isabella. I did the same thing to her and I promised I wouldn't. There was five Jennifers. How many of you know any Jennifer between the age of 45 and 60? Okay. Probably seven of them or Michelle, right? And then my mom's generation, it was Linda's, right? In the forties and fifties, everybody was a Linda and a Debbie. Well, there was a jennifer everywhere so mm. i even suppressed my identity with my name because i thought i was so plain i couldn't even stand out as a jennifer when i moved from colorado to new york i was in junior high and my teachers called me colorado they did not even call me jennifer jenny jen i spell my name like jen with two n's that's how i introduced myself right i had suppressed who i was that i allowed my teachers who thought it was fun they thought it was cool. They were like, oh, somebody from Colorado moved here. They called me that for six months. They never called me my name. That's some messed up shit at seventh grade. Right. And I grew up thinking I was just ordinary. I had nothing to share. I was boring. I was plain Jane. I had nothing to give people. That's what I had to overcome. So, what breaks my heart is from this moment on. From the moment you hear this podcast, I want you to know you are not your inner critic, your inner ego, or your inner child. You are. And I'm sorry. I was that was maybe banging during the the podcast. You, so let you me say that You go for it. <laughs> I was like, I was like slapping. Is you are not your inner critic, your inner ego, and your inner child. What you are is your intuition, and they have a job which is to bring awareness to what you unconsciously think about yourself and feel about yourself. That's their job. So we never want to blame, shame them. Please don't be mean to them. Please do not. I went to an event once Mark. I couldn't believe this. This is why another reason why I announced I, I will do this from the top of the, of the skyscrapers for the rest of my life is because I went to an event is a big name. Won't name names, 2000 people in the room and he's teaching people to take their inner critic. Mm -hmm. put them in a jail outfit from like Popeye or, you know, in the striped black and white striped, put them in a jail cell, make fun of them and lock them in a cage in the back of your mind. And I was like, I don't think God doesn't feel right. And people are like, Oh my God, mine. I've like got him like with, you know, you know, he, he looks ridiculous. And I'm just like, that's blaming and shaming part of yourself. Your inner voices are you. Don't get mad at them. Listen to them. Create a relationship with them. And right now, most of us, I, this is the, the other metaphor, is like, think of it as like the 80-20 rule, right? We we, we know that every, there's an 80-20 rule for everything. Think about it that way right now, most of us, most likely, unless you really, really do this work. So I'm not going to make a universal statement. There are some of you on this line that are like, you go, Jen, I, I already know this. I'm like, awesome. 80% of us most likely have 80% of our thoughts and emotions come from the, the three voices. And only 10% or 20% come from our intuition. My goal in life is to turn that upside down. I want your inner critic, inner ego, and inner, um, inner ego, inner critic, and inner child to be 20% because you don't want them to go away because then how are you going to learn? You don't want things unconscious because then you just walk around like a zombie. You want them to have a purpose, but I only want you to have them come up 20% of the time and 80% your intuition. Now, is it going to flip a switch? Unfortunately, no, because it's called the human experience. It is not a flip of the switch. It's every time you come up with a challenge in your business. I think that was your question is, what is like my business right now? So this is, this is what we did, is every time we had a challenge with the business, our inner voices would pop up, we'd get the learnings, we'd figure out, okay, that's not true. They'd go quiet and our intuition and take over. And we figured this out, Mark, as I, you and I were chatting briefly before we hit record, um, is we found in business and life, and everything but let, let's let's go to business is about every hundred thousand your first hundred thousand. We call it your zero and your 10 so you start your business and your 10 is your first hundred thousand so some of you on this line are like i'm tr- i'm working on making my first hundred thousand fantastic in, in 12 months not not cumulative I understand it's in, it's in 12 months. here's your zero here's where you're at now here's your goal. All of this stuff inside is your inner voices, your negative thoughts and emotions, the stuff that you need to heal. You heal it, you get the learnings. This now becomes your new zero and you fully integrate it. This is now who you become. This is one of the things that I want people to understand is they're like, Jen, I'm never going to hit my goals. I'm like, no, that's not a true statement. When you integrate, when you hit when you make your first hundred thousand, guess what happens? This is a prime directive of the unconscious mind you want more. That's why the we're on this move, right? That's right. So then yeah, you're zero. Now you're making 100,000. Now you want quarter of a million. Let's say you're 250,000. Guess what? New stuff comes up. So when people say, "Well, Jen, I don't grow." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. That's not a problem. It's what you want, you have you have to become the person for this." And you become it by going, okay, so what is now my inner critic, inner child, and inner ego sharing with me? What are the other new things I need to learn? So we we teach our bit, so we do a lot of business consulting as well. Because I started out as a business coach and um and mindset is where it's all at. It's never the how-tos, you guys. We'll give you the how-to's, we'll give you a checklist, we'll tell you exactly what to do. Mark and Katie have this fabulous framework for you to grow your business. That's not the problem. The problem is here's the framework. What is going on in your emotional, mental, and um Spiritual thoughts. Every 250,000, you have to go here because guess what? You have new challenges. My business partner and I started our company, it was him and I. Then we needed a salesperson, new skills we had to learn. Then we needed operations, new skills we had to learn. We're now to the point in our business where we are true, where well, I'm a true CEO. Where I don't get to be in fulfillment anymore. Now I have to manage a a, a part a, a team of ten. And guess what my challenges are for this year? I'll be straight up. We have to because we live in California and mm-hmm. California wants their money. We have to move into employees. And I'm like, I don't know. How, I have no idea. We had to. We had to do healthcare. We yeah. offer 401ks we have employed. Oh, i have I, I just had our operations director of operations go all right we got to create our sexual harassment training i'm like what are you talking about i haven't worked in corporate i haven't been an employee since 2002. what are you talking about i need now and i'm the ceo they're like well what do you want to do i'm like i don't freaking know i have and no idea i just
1: want to hold on to that that point yeah. that i don't freaking know no matter no- where you get to we're all just Does making it, it up as we go along the inner critic in a child the ego as you've eloquently said these things, these parts of us need to learn. And I guess for you, it's as exciting as it is terrifying, right?
2: That's life. It is exciting. Like we do physical products now. Like we, oh, oh yeah. So we like sell like intuition boxes. So then they're like, okay, Jen, well, now we have to do sales tax. And I'm all, huh? I'm like, what are you talking about? I like, I want to go back down to just coaching people. And they're like, no, you, and I I don't know, I don't undercharge for myself anymore. We're, We're an incubator for brand new coaches. We have team members. We have clients, our rollover rate. So I want, this is the point I want to tell you for, for, um, for the benefit of cleaning up your mindset, the benefit of when you don't know, do it anyway. The important part is being conscious of it. Don't just do it unconsciously because that's why you create these patterns of up and down, right? How many of you have made money and lost money, made money, lost money. People are like, I want $10,000 a month. And I'm like, no, you don't. You want up and to the right. You want one month, you make 8,000. The next month you make 20,000. The next month you, maybe you make 16,000. The next month you make 30,000. Quit saying you want 10,000. You are not an employee. You are a CEO of your own business. I don't care if you started yesterday and I don't care if you have nobody to work for, you know, who works for you, your mind, you are the CEO of your business if you are an entrepreneur and thinking like one is the power that you will get everything that you want. Quit bringing your employee mindset into your business. It is not my going leadership. to support you. It is Jen, not going to support I'm, you.
1: We are running out of time. We have to oh, land no. this okay. plane. Did oh, I even answer? Gosh.
2: Did I answer your question? I don't even remember what question you asked you, me at the beginning. I, I don't know.
1: It was it was 3000 <laughs> years ago and so many <laughs> Nuggets and gems dropped along let's the way. Let's land so, this plane. Um, let's let's land this. Look, okay, this is amazing to have that. It's it's a new way of looking at it. you know our yes. terminology is everyone's on the bus. You know, fear, doubt, guilt—they have to come with you. Don't you can't get rid of fear. It serves a purpose if you listen to it. So what we do, the way we do it, is completely different. The stories that we tell along the way to get the the, the ideals across are different. However. The essence is exactly the same. That's why I'm I'm fascinated and I love yes. this conversation. But maybe we'll do a part two another time. Love it. We'll I would love tangent. to do
2: part time. Perfect. I would, love would love to. I I can yeah. already tell just by the way that you and I chatted and the 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 podcast and the episodes and stuff that I in how you pr- present your company. I already know that the more of us that are out there sharing this information in different ways. People learn differently. They, people hear different, they're on different levels of their path. If we can support people in understanding that there is nothing to blame and shame yourself about, I don't even care about trauma. Like we do specialize in trauma, PTSD, and addiction, because we want people to understand that you are not your thoughts. You are not Mm. your feelings. They are tools for you to identify who you truly are. And your intuition has all the answers. So again, it's 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 not about whether you heard it before, like Mark says, maybe differently than we say it, than you say it. It's how how much are you implementing it? What did you hear today that you heard differently? Because you're right, the essence is the same. How yeah. did I say something different than you've heard Mark and Katie say? It's that, you realize
1: oh, you're like I get it now? It's yes. I yes. some things I hear like six seven times and it finally drops in gotcha. whether I needed the experience until then or whether it's just you've said it in a different way. It's Like, oh, that makes sense to me thanks to my background, my experience. All yes, your filters
2: stuff. we call it. It's so brilliant. So I was so honored to be here. Um, I do would like Thank to you. share a free gift with your audience. If that I was going to say okay yeah, with look,
1: with you. let people know where can they find you and what have you got? Yes. For us.
2: Okay, so um, I, you can find us at Genius dot Coach. OK, not It's genius dot on the, the front page. There is we have two things. One, we have a quiz that's totally free. These are all free offers. These are free. I want you guys to develop this is it's called. It's a quiz on what to find where to find your most men, your mental block in your business. So is it education and experience? Is it your mindset? Is it perfectionism? Is it fear? You're going to take this quiz and it's going to identify that one thing that's stopping you in your business business. So that's one fun thing. Now, some of you are like, oh, Jen, it's all good. I already know what my problem is. Great. Then right next to that is a 23 day and you don't have to listen to them at once a day, but it's an intuition challenge and it's, meditations that will take you on that arc that I explained. We don't meditate to relax, we meditate to get learnings. We meditate to find out what of our four voices saying. We meditate to get the learnings from our intuition. So if that's something that would be interest to you, um you can um and, and then we'll also put the link in the show notes. I have direct links to the quiz and, and the meditations. Uh, okay. Just listen to them in order you don't have to listen to them one a day just listen to them in order and it will take you. From identifying which voice is talking all the way through how to solve it and all the way around in an arc for you to go now and create the life that you want. So those are my free gifts it's just again if I can support as many people as possible to get in touch with their intuition and understand what's going on unconsciously bring it conscious, you will attain every single thing that you want in all areas of your life and that is what I would like to share. Um you guys do both. It's totally fine. It, you can have both. I just want you guys to be able to have the tools to move forward.
1: There we go. Everyone please check that out. And Jen, this has been a whirlwind and beautiful. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time. My
2: pleasure. It's amazing. Thank you so
1: much, Mark. You're welcome.